What's going on, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of Puncher Knowledge. I'm your host today, Aaron Tabasum. I want to thank everyone again for tuning in and always listening into one of our episodes. I know it's been a little bit of a while. It's been a little while, I should say, sorry. Uh, in regards to making a new episode, we've been really tied up with uh, businesses in Ontario slowly starting to reopen. We've got other opportunities that we've been working on, specifically in our marketing campaigns and such. So, Without further ado, uh, in today's conversation, we're going to be talking primarily about uh, sales and the aspect and the importance of sales. I also want to kind of try to, you know, encourage people to get out of their comfort zone uh, when, it, especially when it comes to sales. And I keep saying it only because a business runs with sales. It's not going to run with anything else but sales. So sit tight, sit back, listen in. This is Punch Your Knowledge. And once again, this is Aaron Tabasum. All right, guys, so let's get right into it. So the reason I chose the topic of sales specifically today is because in the last two to three weeks, I cannot tell you the amounts of individuals, both young people who have either quit their job, lost their job, and are looking to start their own gig, or businesses who have been in business and been able to sustain themselves in a foot traffic industry, so specifically in retail, but don't actually understand the importance of online uh, retail, whether that's through e-commerce, whether that's just understanding the the conceptual idea of selling online and, and the real importance with today's society and how it impacts businesses and can really take a business from a local, you know, street to a global, you know, a, a global industry. And, you know, you can look at any any big company today. They, they didn't just wake up one morning and become as big as they are. You know, it took time. It took effort. It took a lot of different details where they were able to start off in their local market, um, from the local market, move more to a regional market. Uh, more of a regional market to national market, national to, you know, international. And then that's how they've 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 advanced themselves. Right. Um, look at an industry like Amazon started off selling books uh, specifically online, went from there to starting out their idea and, and reinventing it. Um, he learned it all from Sears and the Sears catalog idea and basically selling products online, then converting it to an e-commerce platform for other individuals who want to sell online but don't know the resources and tools. And, and, and Amazon was the company that had the tools and resources for a small portion that they would take from your sale to continue to let their their actual platform. And, you know, in 2008, they had a breakthrough in their business. And then in 2014, they had a, a massive impact. And today, you know, Jeff Bezos is not only on pace to become the first ever trillionaire at the rate that Amazon is moving at, but... You know, you look at their stock and the valuation of the company, it's been increasing at an at an expedited level. And knowing that knowledge kind of gives you an idea that, you know, a small idea um, can actually turn into, a, and if, if done right, can be a big impact on people. And now all these smaller companies who didn't use the online space appropriately are going to lose a lot of their market share specifically because they're not on a platform like Amazon or, or Shopify and have their own personal platform or, or other means, they're also going to struggle to understand. They're going to struggle because they can't understand the fact that someone else could make the exact same product, 
maybe not with the same you know integrity of for quality and 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 and, and or even you know a product that's gonna that's gonna be aligned 100 percent. but as long as the job gets done for that for certain consumers they'll be okay to pay that that lesser price just to be able to obtain it so something that businesses can't really grasp that early on or are struggling today now how does this all correlate with sales well it's simple you know some people out there who are listening are accountants some people who are listening are engineers some are architects some work at you know a retailer some are in the actual marketing game itself you know there's all sorts of different areas mechanics whatever you are everything at the end of the day results around or sorry revolves around sales okay Sales, the true definition of sales, and this is what I say is the true definition of sales, is the transfer of, uh, transfer of emotion. It's not, a, it's not necessarily a, a particular exchange of money and a product, but it's a transfer of emotion. What does that key word mean right there? Is that it's basically you being able to sell your story or, or being able to have someone who you're talking to feel an emotion is a transaction in itself. And that transaction results in sales. Because if we go back in time where people didn't have money, didn't have gold, there was a trade that would happen. And you know you would only want to do that trade if you had to or if there was a reason behind it. So that transaction, which is a transfer of emotion, resulted in both parties being happy. Fast forward to today, that same trade is money for product, money for service. So the one thing that boggles my mind is when a company says hey i'm struggling i don't know if i can afford rent and i don't know if i could afford this and i have x amount of inventory that i need to push off what do i do and when you do a little bit of digging and research you realize that hey these guys aren't on an online position and they didn't see the importance of it before given that you know business was usual was working well and no one ever expected you know all the non-essential businesses to shut down overnight they weren't prepared and now they're underprepared significantly that they don't know where to start. And they're so unconfident in their skill set today that the problem is, is that they're burning more bridges than they are doing any good for their business. Because now they're putting a stig on people to understand that their business isn't as great as it, it was or the quality is down in terms of customer service and or even they just don't know how to approach it and how to propose a deal and are basically letting the consumer control the conversation. A big, a big, big, big advice is that if you're in sales and the customer controls the conversation, you are not getting the deal. Okay, so for the only way you get the deal is if you control the conversation as a salesperson. So this is where your confidence and not only your product knowledge, but your confidence in yourself has to come out and be shown that you know exactly what you're talking about. And you have to know the pinpoint that you need to get across to your customer. Right, The easiest point to go from point A to B is in a straight line. And if the customers are always going to take you on these rocky roads, but it's up to you to determine how to bring that customer back onto your points. Because if there are 26 points, because there's 26 alphabets in a sales transaction, you don't know which point is going to trigger that customer to making that buying decision. So you need to be able to hit all of them just so that you can get them to understand the importance that they're specifically looking for. If you already don't know what those important uh, ideas are that they're, they're, they're that specifically will make them buy that product. So, one thing that I want to also talk about is that. So, I had a few friends who you know, one is an artist, and 
has is is a really great artist to be honest with you. But year after year, he has intuitive ideas, but can not execute them on properly. And sometimes it's a time uh, issue. Sometimes it's other hurdles that are beyond his control. Um, and you know, there's not something to be blamed about that. But one thing that you know always boggles my mind is that the conversation of confidence keeps coming back. And you know, they're not confident in their own skill set. And each time they try to get better, one thing that, you know, I'm trying to, the message I'm trying to get across to them, and this is for a lot of people out there, you know, this is just one example of many that I've spoken to, they don't know or they don't understand the idea that each time they go a step forward, society and the world has moved two steps forward. So if they never feel confident in themselves today and they don't pull the trigger today, they're never going to pull the trigger because they're always going to be one step behind. The only way that you can get ahead of society today is to f- essentially fail, not lose your enthusiasm, and continue to push forward. I've kind of, you know, I want to say like butchered that quote almost, but it was a quote made by Winston Churchill in regards to success. Okay? Now, what that means is that you have to essentially take the leap of faith today and right now. If you, are, if, you have, if you have an idea or you have something and you're doing nothing better today than maybe playing video games on your phone, using social media and doing nothing while you're at home. And I've said this since the beginning of quarantine, that if you do not find a way to change your life now and make yourself better than where you were from when you start, this whole quarantine started, you have done nothing better to your, to your own life failed it so the only person that you can blame 10 years from now when you see the person to your right or the person to your left who's way ahead of the game you can't blame them for their success you can only blame yourself and that's only because you decided to take the lazy route you decided to take what you thought was easy and do nothing at all so knowing that take the leap of faith today understand the importance of sales if you're not confident in selling hire someone or ask for advice if you don't have the funds to hire someone and Ask for advice in the essence of, hey, this, and, and know what your flaws are. That's the best way you can ask for advice. And if you're going to ask for advice, one other thing, make sure you take it. The one thing that really I hate, I hate and I hate, and that really grinds my gears, that's a quote from Family Guy from Peter Griffin, he always says, grinds my gears, is that people ask for advice, and then they won't take it, and then they'll come back to you running back and ask for advice, and you're going to offer them the same exact advice again, And what's going to happen is they're still not going to take it because they think that asking your advice is going to somehow, they're going to figure out a way to reinvent the wheel. When the advice that you're really giving them is something that other successful people or other people who have proven success are exactly doing, okay? Jeff Bezos did not create something new realistically with Amazon. He took it from what Sears was already doing and enhanced it. That's all he did. He took an already existing idea and made it better. And that's what made him successful. And if you look at a lot of companies out there, that's the same thing. If we're going to talk about Uber, oh, they, they brought ride sharing and they brought a new way to, to, to eliminate taxis. Well, taxi service was already there. What did they do? They, again, enhanced the taxi stuff, the, the taxi system and basically found a way where not only will it be cheaper, but how can they make money? And that's a really smart business, the business of the 21st century, which is all these platforms like uber and lyft and airbnb and amazon and ebay where they own no product they essentially have very minimal overhead and everyone else takes the liability and risk for for their company right if you're an uber driver if you get into an accident and your car stops working 
you're not going to be able to turn to head office and say, hey, I need a new car, or hey, fix my car, or hey, there's a lawsuit, can you take care of it? No, it's all on you at the end of the day, right? And and that's the best part about the business of the 21st century. So, you know, last time I talked about 26 businesses you can open. There's a lot of businesses that I didn't talk about. And it's not that they're not available. It's just that there's a lot of research and, and time that takes into them. So it might be a skill set that you can't learn overnight. But if you have a skill set today and you're scared and you don't know what to do, take that leap of faith. Okay, take that leap of faith if you're an artist and draw something, put it online and, you know, try to off promote yourself that you're selling your art. Just, you know, at the end of the day, you, you, need to, you need to make money and this is the only way you're going to make money. If you're a clothing store today and, you know, you didn't have an online aspect and you don't know where to begin and you don't have the funds to hire a team or people that can help you promote your business. First and foremost, you know, if you approach them just by getting a quote, you might get something that's within reasonable budget, but it doesn't really take a lot of money to become profitable. It just takes expertise and expertise you can actually learn. Nothing in a book's gonna teach you how to market your product, but you yourself should know that, okay? A book's not gonna teach you how to do an operation if you're a doctor. It comes through experience, right? It comes through actually dissecting organs, dissecting bodies, and so forth, that where you become. Because at the end of the day, you know, and I'm going to get a little sidetracked here just because I, I want pe- people to understand something in perspective. We always take doctors' advice for everything, but realistically, a doctor is also a human. And their opinion, and I, yes, it is an opinion of, of your diagnosis, you know, is always different from doctor to doctor. You can go to 10 doctors and get four different diagnoses, even though the results are all the same. It's just because each doctor's experience in the real world, because a book can't, again, tell you what's wrong with you, is, is their only form of knowing what's, what's wrong with you. And they could be actually misdiagnosing you, causing problems late in your life, or, both, or causing side effects that could be even short-term and you notice some days after, but the doctors don't understand that, right? And that's the same thing here. Like if you're a business owner and you don't understand the importance of marketing and sales and you've never been exposed or have that experience, now is your opportunity to learn those mistakes. The only beneficial part is that there's no one's, no one's life is on the line. And the only thing that you're going to hurt is, yes, your business, and that's your short-term effect. But you can at least get your hands wet and your feet wet and know, hey, this is going to work for my business. This isn't. Maybe start selling on Amazon if you really don't know what to do. Start you know, promoting yourself with Shopify. Go get a quote there and see what it's going to cost you to run an online store. There's numerous ways that you can promote your product. It's just a matter of looking online really quickly and figuring out what those, what those, what those avenues are, really. So, you know, I just want to make it very, 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 very clear that you understand that sales is important. It's going to, sales funnels everything else in your business. Sales is going to funnel your marketing. Sales is going to funnel that accountant you pay. Sales is going to funnel the lawyer you pay. Sales is going to funnel the, the, the warehouse employee you pay. It's going to funnel the, you know, wherever you get your product and the warehouse or the manufacturer that's making your product. So it all results in that transaction coming to you first. You're the front line of the business world. If you're a retailer, so understand that, hey, I need to push this product to make everything else work. And, and I want you also to understand that if you can understand how important sales is and you can accelerate, you're going to help jumpstart the economy here in your local, in, in your local city, in your local province or state. You know, and that's going to slowly trigger and, and have a dominoes effect on your country. Because what happens is that if you're doing well, 
and you start hiring people, you're taking people off who are on a stimulus or on the CERB in here in North America, and they're going to be able to get back into the into the workforce. So that's less strain on the government money. And, you know, we can talk, we'll talk about that another day. But again, still people don't understand that, yes, if you're getting paid more on the CERB, again, sidetracked here, but if you're getting paid more on the CERB, it's not all your money. It's gross $2,000 a month. And if you're, you know, falsely doing it, you're going to be taxed. And there's also other consequences that, you know, I'm not going to get into because I'm not an accountant. So I'll let the accountants take care of that aspect of it. But, you know, there's other reasons as to why you shouldn't do it. But, hey, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, anyone's financial advisor or anything like that. So do what you please. But understand that, hey, you've been warned. If, you know, you get a bill that's more than what you got actually paid for, don't be shocked when you see it next year. Okay. But back to the original point, if you start funneling your business, your neighboring business might ask you for your help and you might be able to advise them. And then that's going to channel to the next business, next business, and or other industries who are going to see you promote your business, who may have heard or seen you and may say, hey, you know what, that's an opportunity I should take. And that's how the world will start moving back into its normal self. So key things to take away from today, sales are important. No one likes to do them. Very few people like to do them. Yes, I know. People are scared, people are uncomfortable, people are unconfident, but you need to get out of your comfort zone and you need to pursue it because it's struggling, it's going to make you struggle. And if you're a person who has been at home and is trying to figure out how to start a business or how, how, to, how to take their talents and, and, and sell those talents, well, get the hell off your comfort zone, okay? I'm sorry if I was a little, like, you know, use profanity there or anything, but get off, get off, get off your butt, okay? Get out there. And start doing what you have to do to make to get out of your comfort zone and start producing an income. Okay, whether that's making an Instagram live, um, you know, show, whether that's going live on Facebook, you know, whether that's calling up friends and family, whether that's even picking up, you know, yellowpages.ca, looking at random businesses, random people, calling up and saying, hey, this is what I do. You know, do you need my services today? Yes or no. Okay, are you gonna get the first call and they're gonna say yes? Maybe, but generally speaking, word of thumb. It's a numbers game. If you call 100 people, okay? Uh, I used to say this to, my, to both my cold calling team and my door-to-door team. You're going to knock on 100 doors or call 100 people a day, okay? 50% of those people are going to be people who are directly not interested in your product or don't care about you. So you're going to lose 50% of them, okay? So in your 8 to 10 hour day, you're, you're recalling the same 100 people. You're going to knock off 50 off, off the bat, Okay? Of the remaining 50, 25 are what we call the yes men, okay? Those are people who say yes to everything. And generally, they're about 20 to 25% of the 100 calls that you make, okay? But somebody's already got to them. Unless you get lucky and, and you find that they don't have the services or products that you're offering. But generally speaking, they're the yes people. So, I mean, the first person that ever came to their door, the first person that ever called them, they said yes to and They're out of your loop and you can't sell to them because... As much as they're such an easy sell, they've already been taken care of. <laughs> okay, now you're down to 25 people. Of the 25, half of them are not going to be decision makers usually. So now you're down to about 12, 13 people. Out of the 12 to 13, I would say you could knock off another two, three who generally give you the excuse English or time or this and that. So you really have about 10 uh, opportunities a day to to really promote your product to which or your service to which are your hemming and hawing clients okay of those 10 five generally will say yes okay out of those five 
about two to three will sign a deal. And I like to say out of the two to three, one is going to close a deal with you. Now, I'm playing with very low numbers here, and I'm playing a very conservative aspect. I love to live by the 50 rule. So the 50 rule basically means that if you, whatever you call divided in half, whatever you close divided in half, whatever you sign divided in half, because there's always something that comes in. And if you count your chicken, chicken eggs before the chicken actually lays it, you know, you're, you're in a problematic situation because then you boost your ego into a direction that you shouldn't be. And in a result, you think you've made $30,000 when in actuality you've made only 5000 And then, you know, we go into the cycle of where you lose either your confidence, your self-esteem, or you go and blow more money than you should. So don't play by that. Always make sure that until that check does not come into your account, you did not close a deal, okay? It means nothing. Paper means nothing if there's no money in your account, okay? So... One, so a couple of key things. Sales is important. Get out of your comfort zone. Don't be, don't be complacent. Be better after COVID than you were before COVID. Okay. And most, most lastly, I should say is that, you know, if you're scared, not only like if you're scared, but if you suck at sales, go out and try and do it today and see what it looks like. See what it feels like. Okay. Be better than where you were before. All right, guys. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Okay. Thanks again for listening in. Um, have a great weekend for those here in Canada. Uh, happy May 2-4 weekend uh, for in Quebec. I don't know what weekend it is for you guys, but I know you guys also have a long weekend. And everyone else around the globe listening in. Again, thanks again for taking your time. Aaron Tabasum, Punch Your Knowledge. Peace out, guys.